Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to Behind the Painting Scenes with your host, Ryan Amato. Ryan Amato. podcast and we're also doing a video so i'm over there on the video so we want to talk about um expectations of the clients uh, for service so what do i mean by that so uh the clients have certain expectations um sometimes they're not warranted they're not real they're not they're not going to happen um and generally, that that is should be set up on the estimate again. So the estimator should be should be letting that customer know um, how the whole process is going to go on the job. Uh, what's the communication policy? Um, how are the painters going to show up on the first day? How the whole project is going to go? Who do they call if there's an issue? Um, when should they expect a phone call back? There's all these different little issues that that just creep up. And generally when they creep up, it's because somebody didn't address them in the beginning of the project or on that estimate. Or you just have an unreasonable customer. It happens. There, You see every day when you go out in the world, there are unreasonable people. And there's nothing you can do to, to reason with somebody unreasonable. It's not going to happen. Um, so let's talk about some of the issues. So... Um, for us, we give a service. So we're painting. We're going to paint your house or we're going to paint your business or whatever we're going to paint, we're going to paint. So um, where does it start? So we, we did the estimate. Or the customer calls. Let's start from the beginning. The customer calls up or emails in and they want to schedule an estimate. Uh, our office will hopefully try to answer the phone. Can they answer the phone every time the phone rings? No. Um, we're not a large company sitting here with people manning the phone lines all day long. It just doesn't happen. And I think that if you deal with any contractors out there, we would be at the top of the most awesome communication. So um, to hear otherwise usually tell, tells me that's probably the client, not us. Um, we, we do call back. 
it may take up to 24 hours. Um, now, the, the issue there might arise if the client doesn't know that, even though it's written in almost everything that we, we send over. Um, so let, I'm, I'm going off topic. Let's go back to the estimate. So somebody calls, emails for an estimate. Uh, we, get the, we get it right away or we get a message. We try to call back. It's at least that day, if not within the hour. Um, when we call back, we, we ask a bunch of different questions, make sure it's a good fit for us. And they tentatively schedule the estimate. We don't hard schedule it. Why? We have our estimators call and run through a whole nother process of questions. What we want to make sure is that we can service that customer. They're serviceable. Not everybody that calls here we can work for. Some people are just difficult. Um, I don't want to go through an estimate I did last week, but I ran into a difficult client. And we couldn't give a proposal on that job. That could be for many different reasons. It could be the timing. They might need it done too quickly and we're booked out. It could be um, the price that they have budgeted for the project won't even touch the, the, the work that we can do that or have to do to give them the quality and the longevity of the product. Um, it could be they just have demands that are unreasonable and we can't meet them and nobody probably can meet them. So estimator calls up. Everything's great. He schedules an estimate, usually the same week, sometimes the next week, not usually longer than that. Um, we call and confirm the estimate. We send a bunch of information over before the estimate starts, um, which has all that communication stuff in it, how we're going to call you back, who to call if you have an issue. Um, estimator does the estimate. Typically, we try to get the estimate to them right there, right on the spot. It's the best way to do it. We can talk about budgets right there. We can talk about any little things we need to maneuver out of it, move into it, uh, some extras, some options. Uh, it saves so much time rather than coming back here, <clears throat> excuse me, writing up a proposal, emailing it over to who knows, might not even be the person that was at, on site. They think about it for 10, 10 years. Um, four different people look at it. They come back with 10 different changes. Let's just do that on site and get it over with. We don't have to worry about it. Give us a yes. Give us a no. A no is fine. I'd rather get a yes or a no than we're, we're going to think about it for four weeks. I mean, we have other jobs that we can schedule, people who want their jobs done, rather than be held hostage on, I want to think about it. So send the proposal over. Say they accept it. What happens when they accept it? So we, at that point, the estimator turns the project over to the next person in line in our company and that's usually the administration person who's going to do your billing who's going to send over some more information it's going to send over your communication policy the communication policy basically states that ryan's not me i'm not involved in every project i can't be it is totally impossible listen it's totally impossible for me to be involved in every project. It can't happen. If I was involved in every project, we would never get anything done. I'd be answering the phone all day, putting out fires. I'd be a glorified firefighter. And yeah, maybe I could put out these fires better than anybody around here. But uh, they'll never learn. It's going to take me a week or two to get back to you. Do you hear that, guys? 
It will take me a week or two to get back to you. Rather than following the policy and letting the lead painter handle the issue on site. That's the policy. That's the most important policy is that we put somebody on site who's very capable. They need to be the only person you go to. Now, if, if there's an issue that they can't handle, they will come to the office and speak to their supervisor, which is their operations manager, still not me. I have spent so much time and at so much cost to train these people. Um, to go directly around one, two, three people, you have your lead painter. You have well, you have a crew leader. I'm sorry, more people. You have a crew leader. You have a lead painter, possibly. You have an operations manager. You have a field supervisor, and you have their assistant field supervisor. If one of those people can't resolve your problem, I'm not going to be able to resolve your problem. You're going to call me or ask for Ryan. Ryan's not going to know anything about your project. I, I, I have to state this again. I don't know about every project that's going on. I just don't know about them. I'm not involved in every one. I do some estimates during the week. Now, those projects, I'll know about the estimate. Once the job starts or the job's won, it's out of my hands. I hand it over just like the other estimators would do to operations. It's up to operations to make that happen. So it's a team, but things change as we go through. So we have, you had the estimate, you had admin taking the estimate. You have uh, the estimator doing the estimate. You have admin again, taking reins again. You have operations. Operations makes it happen. If there's any issue at all, it's the operational situation to take care of it. It's their job to take care of it. They take care of everything. Scheduling, operations. Problem on a job, operations. Uh, job's great, operations. Uh, need some extra work done? Estimator. Maybe. They might just estimate it themselves if it's small enough and they can see that they feel that they can handle it. If not, they call an estimator out to come do it again. Now, the estimator might call up here and there and ask you if you need any other work done. Um, just how's everything going? If there was an issue and you brought it up to the estimator, what's the estimator going to do? He's not going to handle it for you. Even, even me, I'm not going to handle it for you. I'm going to pass it right back to operations. So when I get those emails or phone calls, um, you know, where's Ryan? And I'll be honest with you, the phone calls don't even come to me. I don't even know you're calling. They, they are very trained to not bring me messages for where's Ryan. Anybody who has, has to talk to me has a line to me. The other jobs, they need to go to the direct channels, the correct channels of, of how to get things done. And the reason for that is they can get things done like that, like that. Um, for me, it's going to take a week or two for me to solve your problem. And your job might not have a week or two. That question might have to be answered right away. 
your job might not only be a day. If it takes me a week to answer your question and I and it's only a day job, you have a problem. So I get it. You want to talk to the owner. I understand. Because I would probably maybe do the same thing too, but I do respect the people who are in their positions and you have to give them a chance to do their job. Um, if you feel like they're not doing their job, I mean, that's that's subjective. That's not really for you to say. Uh, all I can say is they are all trained by me and to do things as I would. And I'll be honest with you, you might not like the answers I give you. Just because you come to me doesn't mean I'm going to make it all right. I might tell you that you're wrong. You're not always right. The customer is not always right. The customer is not always right. Yeah, quality and the customer service, we want to give them everything that they want. Um, but within reason, I mean, we just can't do things for free. It's not fair to anybody. You know, I say to the guys all the time um, that we're in just a different type of business where people think that they can bully you around. They can tell you how to do your job and um, or they want to supply all the paint because they think they get a better deal on it and they want to save some money. And I always say, when you go to take your car to the mechanic, do you bring your own parts with you? Do you go into that room in the garage and, and tell them how they should be putting things on your car or your truck? No, that's ridiculous. It's totally ridiculous. Why is it different for a painter? Why? It's because they downplay the skill that it takes to be a painter. Anybody can paint, but not everybody can be a, a, a technician, a painter, a mechanic. That's what we call painters. Because they know what to do when things happen. When bad things happen, they know what to do. If they don't know what to do, they can find somebody who knows what to do. Things happen, guys. They will spill paint. They will show up late sometimes. They do have families. Things happen. Would I like to say yes, they're going to be there 40 hours a week from 8 to 4.30 every day for, for all week, all month, every day, all year. It's impossible. It's not going to happen. And if you think that's going to happen and you're going to be pissed off because um, your job didn't start right at 8 o'clock in the morning and you took off of work for some reason, uh, you're going to be a miserable person. You're going to be miserable. So let me explain how the schedule works because maybe that will help you put this together a little better. So when the job is won. You go into a pool. Well, it goes up on our board. So it doesn't mean that once your job's won, oh, bam, we put you on a schedule. It doesn't work that way because we could be winning, who knows, in a good week, you know, 10, 15 jobs you could be winning. If every time something popped up, we did it right away, we would, again, not get anything done. I, I teach these guys how to get things done in an efficient manner to lower their stress. And that's that's GTD, getting things done. If you want to read that book, good book. Um, they schedule everything. Everything is scheduled. Rarely do they handle things as soon as they pop up unless it's an immediate issue with safety. Um, 
that's really all I can think about would be that most important. Uh, some, but something safety related, they will take care of right away. Other than that, it can be, it can be, it can wait. Are there painting emergencies? Not really. There might some be, there might be some in facilities where they have an inspection coming and they need something done, and that's an emergency. I understand that. There are no residential painting emergencies. There are none. Zero. Now, your job is important. Your job's most important. It's just as important as every other job we do. Um, we're not going to move other projects around to, to plunk your project in. It's raining outside. I don't know if you can see me. What does that mean this coming week? Yep, it means the exterior jobs are going to get pushed back. Oh, my God. We can't get to your exterior job because it's raining. What does that also mean? It means the jobs the following week have to be pushed back. It doesn't mean that they all stay in the same day and same time period. It's impossible. You would need hundreds of painters to be able to do that. We don't have that. We're a small company. Um, any other painting company in the area is doing the same thing. There's no other way around it. And they're lying to you if they say that they can do it. The schedule is fluid. Fluid. It's going to move. It has to move. It's going to move with the weather. It's going to move with guys who have to take off. It happens. It's going to move fluidly. It moves all the time. There's nothing that can be done about it. Nothing. There's nothing that can be done about the schedule. We do our best. There are one, two, three. There's five people working on that schedule. Plus, we put it in the hands of the crew leader on site to manage that schedule. So he can't get to another job, he or she, until the job he's on is finished. Now, he might do a couple different jobs at one time with different painters on each site. Uh, we'll call them satellite jobs where he's in charge of it, but he has other people on those sites who are in charge of the job. That would be the person you go to. That's the only way to do it. Uh, there's no other way to schedule. Things get pushed back. Now, here's where people get mad. And I'm going to talk from, from our perspective. I don't know about other companies. So I feel we're very, very, very good at communication. And some people probably will say or have had experiences where that's not true. Why does that happen? Here's why it happens. Because we're awesome in the beginning. Estimate happened. Uh, called right away. Estimator came out. Called right away. Um, proposal got it right over right away. Job was scheduled. Eh, job scheduled a month from now. We'll call you a week before if the job's about to go. That's how it goes. So if you win your job or we win your job, we put you in a rough schedule, tentative schedule. Say it's four, four to six weeks out. We put you four to six weeks out. Uh, the painters are working through the jobs up to you. Hopefully, we can move you up. That's a great call. We're going to move you up. If it rains, snows, who, who knows, something crazy. Somebody takes off, jobs delayed, jobs extended. We're watching those days. We call a week before the job's about to start to tell you, hey, Mr. Jones, guess what? We're on track. We're coming out. We're going to do a pre-job walkthrough this week, and it looks like we'll be starting next Tuesday. That's how it goes. There isn't – here's in a customer's mind is I accepted your proposal Tell me you're starting July 11th, and that's when you're starting. Guys, that's impossible. It's impossible. It can't happen. 
Where it can happen is the companies who maybe use subcontractors and have have this workforce that's not even their own. They don't have a lot of work. Um, they can pick and choose what's going on uh, and manage the schedule a, a bit more. But if you're going to use a professional company, and I could name the companies in, that are good companies in the Lehigh Valley. I'm sure you know who they are. They're all doing the schedule the same way. There's no other way to do it. So you have to be flexible. So back to that. That's the communication with the scheduling. So what happens is, you know, you set these customers up for this great um, experience. If one person drops the ball in that experience, they're so used to it being great. Even though that person didn't do anything wrong, it's the end of the world. Oh, my God, you didn't answer the phone when I called 10 times in a row. Um I don't understand what's going on. Oh, I don't understand why my job was scheduled July 11th, but now it's delayed. Um, well, you know, did you read all the paperwork we sent over where it says that it could take up to 24 hours for us to call you back? That, If that's the worst thing that happens to you, uh, that's pretty good. Because I'll tell you, almost every estimate I go to, people tell me nobody else called them back but us. Almost everyone. So if it takes us sometimes, which it's very rare, you might have caught us in a bad time. We might have been in a meeting and they can't answer the phone. They're not allowed to answer the phone. Who knows what's going on? But if it's the, that's the worst thing and it took them a couple hours to call you back, um, count your blessings. Second thing is, <clears throat> with the people, uh, they'll email continuously through the job uh, instead of going to the person in charge. Again, if you go to the person in charge on site, you're going to get that resolved so much quicker. The guys aren't going to bite. All they want to do is make you happy and make the job look good. That's why they're painters. Stuff happens. Stuff is going to happen. People screw up. People do stupid things. You do stupid things. I'm sure you do. What do you do? You fix them. You fix them. You learn from them and you move on. That's what we do. There's no other way to do it. They're not going to be perfect all the time. Sometimes they are. Sometimes they're not. No job is perfect. No job is perfect. And somebody promising you a perfect paint job is not, again, telling you the truth. So what you have to do is, is set those expectations before the job starts. Let them know that we can't call you back right away all the time. Your first mode of contact is the person on site. You're not going to get through to Ryan. Guys, unless I'm physically physically on your web, on your site, I'm going to say website. If I'm on your, your job site, physically project managing it, where I am in, in charge, which is very rare, I'm just not involved in the project. They're trained. They know what they're doing. There's nothing else I could do for you. What do you think will happen when you call me? I'm going to say, oh, my God, I'm going to take care of this right away, and it's going to be perfect from now on out. It, it's, it's not going to happen. I'm going to go over and ask the, the person in charge, hey, what's going on out there? And they're going to say, oh, blah, 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 blah. And I'm going to say, okay, did you take care of it? And they're going to say, I'm on it. And that's it. What did I? I didn't do anything. 
sometimes they call and I'm like, I don't even know what job that is. I never heard of that job because somebody else estimated it. We do have meetings. I go through the jobs. We go through a job scheduling meeting. We touch base on them here and there, but I'm just not involved in every project. So lesson learned here is you have to create expectations for your customers in, in every way on communication, on the quality of the job, on what you're going to do on the job, on who they talk to and what time they talk to them, on how to pay you at the end of the job. Um, there's expectations all throughout the whole job. They also have expectations. They want the job done nice and clean. Um, they want a good paint job. They want a fair price, I'm sure. Um, they want it done, hopefully, within the time that you say. Um, that's probably it. And they want people they trust around their house. So that's the other one. So expectations go all around from the customer to the painter. And you have to keep them. Keep your expectations lower. I'd rather give you a low expectation and deliver higher than give you this super high expectation. This is what the other painting estimators are doing. They're giving them, we're going to do this, that, this, that, this, that, this. And then you fall below it and the people are mad. Where actually... It might have been a good job if you wouldn't have promised all this. So watch your expectations, and you can have a great paint job. You can have a great company, and you can reduce the amount of angry customers, hopefully. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to my podcast. If you're looking for social media content for your contracting business, painting contractors, carpenters, electricians, any type of contractor, please check us out on Instagram at Amato Media or check us out on LinkedIn. We can definitely help you all out. So have a great day.